0: Welcome to Environment Matters with me, Amanda Yorworth. Environment Matters is the show that brings you news of issues of sustainability and the environment from around St. Albans and from further afield. Now, we've had a little bit of sunshine today and it's really bringing out those spring flowers which are brightening up our gardens and the countryside. And I don't know if you have spotted bumblebees as well visiting those early flowers. Now, the warmer weather over the past few weeks has woken up these queen bumblebees um, who need nectar from the flowers to boost their energy levels after using all their reserves in hibernation. And in case you're wondering what happens now, it's the time for the queens to establish new colonies which could eventually reach numbers of up to 400 individual bees. Now after feeding a queen searches for a suitable nest site a nice quiet spot. Um, when she selected a good spot the queen constructs a mound made from pollen and secreted wax from her body to build the nest for her first brood of eggs. Now she also stores some of that precious nectar in the nest so she can continue to feed whilst incubating those eggs now after several days the eggs hatch into little white larvae which are then fed on pollen and nectar again from those crucial flowers that the queen brings for them until they eventually grow into adult worker bees so as you can see those early flowers in your garden and in the countryside aren't just lovely for us but essential for bumblebees too So, coming up later, the school PTA that's cutting single-use plastic one party at a time. But first, how are your New Year's resolutions coming along? I mean, do you even remember what they are? Uh, Are you still walking to work every day, if that was your thing? Are you still vegan Still managing without buying anything new? That was quite a popular one. Well, they're all good things to do if you can manage them. But for a lot of us, those well-meant resolutions, well, I didn't make it out of January, never mind February. One person who stuck to his New Year's resolution is local scout leader Ian Burnett. Let's hear what his New Year's resolution was all about. Ian, so now, you know, we've got into, you know, we're well into uh, 2020, um, but but you had a particular resolution for this year, which, unlike most people's resolutions, you're actually keeping. Tell us what you challenged yourself to do.
1: So for this year, 2020, I challenged myself to do a litter pick for every day of the year. OK, well, I mean, the first question is, why? Uh, why not? Uh, you walk around the streets, you go in the countryside and you see litter everywhere. You see... Bags in trees, cans in bushes, paper bags, cups, waste everywhere. It is just getting everywhere. And and now I see it. I just see it everywhere.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, it has to be said that I was just thinking that at the weekend. You're absolutely right. Right. However, for most of us, we sort of think, oh, that's awful. But but you're actually taking it into your own hands to do something about it every single day. So so where? How do you find the time for this?
1: Uh, when I'm out walking the dogs of an evening, at the weekends when I've got a bit of spare time, half an hour during my lunch break when I'm at work, I just go out. It used to be a bit embarrassing thinking of going around picking up rubbish. And the first couple of weeks, you, I did feel a bit intimidated about going out and picking up rubbish but the amounts of comments and feedback that i got from people saying oh really good job and give me the thumbs up when I'm walking around it's quite it's quite inspiring it makes me just want to go out and do more now.
0: Wow Um, so presumably if you're going out from work for half an hour you must be sort of covering the same area again and again haven't you run out of rubbish?
1: Not at all the areas that I tend to do are mainly uh, open spaces where it's open to the public Anyone can go down there and obviously lose their rubbish. It blows out of bins, it blows out of dustbins, it goes everywhere. And you obviously get the odd person that wants to just drop it and not really care about it. So when you go around uh, sports fields, playing fields and stuff, there's there's always rubbish there, always going to be found.
0: Okay, so it It sounds like is it it sounds like it's something quite you know you're describing people keep littering that seems to be quite a negative thing that might make me feel a bit sad, but it sounds as if actually you've made something quite positive out of this.
1: Absolutely. It's 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 sad when the sense that you think it's always out there and you see it blowing down the street, and especially since we've had Storm Dennis and, and the amount of rubbish that's been blown out of people's front yards or out their bins, and you think, oh, just pick it up. But you're absolutely right. It's, it's a bit disheartening to start with, and the positive side of it is that something's being done.
0: Yeah, Okay. And I presume also you're getting out into the fresh air, um, you know, a little bit of exercise, perhaps seeing the odd bird or whatever whilst you're out there as well.
1: That's absolutely right. A lot of exercise. I've done a lot of steps on my uh, Fitbit the the last two months and the dogs have been enjoying getting out and uh, seeing the fresh air as well.
0: Wow. So it's win, win, win. So... It sounds like you could be quite a role model for encouraging other people to do this as well.
1: Hope so. I do see young people out there from my scout group, First London Coney Scout Group. I do encourage them to get out and, and do some uh, something for their environment, pick up some rubbish. And I've also started, joined a local group, the Wombles of London Coney, where we've done a little pick at the weekend uh, around the uh, roundabout of St Albans. Right, OK. 13 bags of rubbish uh, just picked up by the uh, underpass there and we had a nice gentleman who lived along the road who came out made us tea and he offered to us his use of wheelie bin to put the uh, cans and bottles in which was nice
0: Wow so yet again like you were saying lots of positive human interaction coming out of this as well so are you going to be able to keep this up to the end of the year?
1: I hope so I've done 54 so far this year I'm on target We'll have to wait and see. It's a challenge. It's not meant to be easy, but let's just see.
0: Okay, fingers crossed. I'm so looking forward to hearing how this one goes. Ian, thank you very much indeed for telling us about that. Thank you. What a great inspiration, isn't he? And if you feel inspired to follow Ian's lead and do your own litter pick whilst walking the dog or just getting in a few of your 10,000-a-day steps, then do share your photos of your good work Um, on Twitter with us and we're at RV underscore environment Um, and also um, Keep Britain Tidy's Great British Spring Clean runs from the 20th of March to the 30th of April and there's lots of local litter picks organised do take a look on the Keep Britain website for details of all of those so that you can work with other people and and, and add to the good work and you can also help Ian and the first London Colney Scouts and other Scouts group this Saturday the 15th of March, um, where they'll be planting over 3,000 native trees from 11 o'clock till one o'clock at the fishing lakes at Willows Farm. Um, You can get there from Willows Farm main entrance or from the car park on the A414. Um, You'll be joining over 200 people to help create a substantial new woodland for wildlife and the climate. So bring a spade and gloves and take part in this great initiative I say that's on the 15th between 11 and 1 Um, and if you like um, planting trees there's a community tree planting at Mount Pleasant Lane School in Brickett Wood that's on Sunday the 29th of March and that's from 10 o'clock and I'm sure they'd appreciate it if you brought your your gloves and your spade as well well, we'll still be still be moving into the party season. Lots of kids' parties, barbecues, all oh, heaps of fun. But did you know that the average children's party uses a 100 pieces of single-use plastic? Not so much fun. Well, it doesn't have to be like that any longer. St John Fisher School PTA have set out to help cut the plastic out of parties. Let's see what they're up to. Susan, thank you very much indeed for joining me. So what's your scheme to cut single-use plastics?
2: So at uh, St John Fisher School in uh, Marshallswick area of St Albans, um, I'm part of the PTA there and we have set up a party kit and um, the party kit is reusable items of partyware that um, can be hired out for use at any individual person's event that they are hosting. So, when you say partyware, what exactly are we talking here? So, in our party kit, um, it's a 50 litre box that contains about 190 items of partyware. So, that is four jugs. Um, six snack bowls for crisps or other snacks you might want to serve, and then enough cups, plates, bowls and cutlery for 30 guests.
0: Okay, and I suppose the idea is here that this replaces using the equivalent disposables.
2: Exactly. So rather than people buying um, the disposable items that... um, you get used once and then thrown away at the end of the party. And there's a huge amount of waste that happens at parties. Um, quoting the party kit network here, um, which I can explain more of later, uh, for a party of about 30... And there's approximately 100 items or more that get thrown away after just one use.
0: Whoa.
2: Um, so party plates, in particular, even paper ones, can't be easily recycled because they're of mixed materials and also of the food contamination for the, from the food that yes. is placed on those plates.
0: That's right. And yeah, and to be quite honest, most of
2: the time it just goes straight into the black bin anyway, doesn't it? You just Exactly. Um, we do appreciate the benefit of disposable partyware being that you don't get left with a huge amount of washing up at the end of a party yeah. um, after a busy afternoon of hosting the party. Um, so we also offer the service of returning the party kit unwashed right, um, right. for an additional charge. But right. uh, we, we are appreciating the fact that, you know, that is an inconvenience for some people. Right. OK. So so um,
0: you mentioned charges. How much does it cost then?
2: So, to hire the party kit is £5. Wow. Um, So, we've tried to um, equate it to the same as or less than what someone might buy the equivalent disposable items for. Right. Um, So, this might particularly be attractive to those that aren't fully on board, Uh, With environmental concerns, that they still see the benefit of using
0: our party kit over disposable items. Well, apart from anything else, it just means you don't have a whole heap of rubbish at the end of the party, doesn't it?
2: Exactly. And actually, what some of the feedback that we have had from when we've hired it out so far is people have been surprised by how little waste they do have after using the party kit, that they really have had so little
0: that they have thrown away at the end. Okay. Now, you've, you've mentioned sort of kids' parties there. Would this be suitable, say, if you were having a barbecue for adults? Well, the party kit
2: is made up of just very colourful, brightly coloured, plain um, party wear. So actually, yes, it could be used for any event that that people are hosting. In fact, recently I have responded to an inquiry where someone within the um, Hertfordshire area is trying to get lots of different party kits together to be able to um, host a wedding.
0: Right, Okay. So you say party kit. Is this like a national scheme then?
2: Yes, so um, there's a party kit network... um, If you use a search engine and type in party kit network, then um, you'll come up with this website that's been set up by this lovely lady called Isabel Mack. Um, It's a non-profit group. Uh, Currently, the network has no revenue, um, and it actually is set up in order to make it easier for people to switch to reusables at parties. It contains a map of where all the party kits are throughout the UK, and currently, as of last Monday, there. Are three hundred and sixty-one party kits in the UK that are all run independently,
0: right? And, and are they generally run by people like PTAs who can use it as a sort of like an in- in- income stream creation for them?
2: So yes, there are quite a few that are from um, PTA um, and. Uh, preschools, there's guide groups and scout groups that have set them up Um, but also some people are running them as businesses as well and people can run them to any extent so it could be the basic party kits like we have Um, some people have various themed uh, party kits right? Um, and others um, have various items that almost like on a tick sheet where you can choose what it is that you you want to hire.
0: Okay so how long has this been running for then?
2: So um, we looked to make our events at our school um, PTA events more sustainable last September um, and at that point we asked for donations of beakers and coffee mugs um to use at our own school events and at that point a lovely mum from the school donated a picnic set um, and it's that that's made up our party kit so it was sort of september october last year that we set this up and um, to begin with we set it up as a soft launch um to um just those within our school community um, and then since then we have gone wider to the um local community um, offering it out to anyone that's hosting an event.
0: Wow. And and how well has it gone down? Is it in demand?
2: Really well, yes. it is. In uh, There's a lot of demand. People have um, given some really good feedback, um, thought it's a brilliant idea, um, been surprised by how much you can actually hire for £5. And yes. in fact, we're even going to be... My sister's made some bunting that's going to be added to the party kit soon as well. Um, so we are increasing the amount that we actually hire out. And from those that have hired it... The response has been um, that they absolutely loved it. The kids loved the bright colours of the party kit um, and they found it so easy to use and so easy to identify what belonged to the party kit and what was their own items.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Well, I mean, it sounds like a a fantastic idea. And uh, um, as you say, you know, bringing a bit of extra cash to the PTA whilst cutting down on all of that plastic waste as well. Exactly,
2: and it's a valuable tool for children as well, an educational tool for not only those children within our school but those who are at parties where they're using our party kit. It's a good way for them to be able to see the sustainability efforts that
0: adults around them are making. Well, which is a great lesson. Susan, thank you very much indeed for joining me. Thank you. And I was talking there to Susan Satsangi, um, co-treasurer of St. John Fisher PTA. What a great thing. That really is a win-win-win, isn't it? And if you'd like to borrow the reusable party p- party kit from St. John Fisher PTA, then you can email them um, at pta at sjfisher.hearts.sch, as in school, dot UK. That's pta at hearts sch.uk and as uh, Susan said if you're interested in finding out more party kits to hire or perhaps to set up a hire a a, a kit to raise funds for for your group then check out partykitnetwork.uk Now some um, great events coming up tomorrow 7.15 at Trinity Church on Beaconsville Road Um, Extinction Rebellion have got um, a a meeting where you can investigate more about the local group, um, find out what this Stand for how you can be involved. Um, uh, UK SCN, uh, that's the UK Schools Network, um, Hertfordshire, they're demonstrating um, on Friday. Uh, that's right, 12 o'clock um, Friday. Um, they'll be at Harts County Council um, asking them to end their £140 million investment in fossil fuels. Um, everybody's welcome to come along. Oh, sorry, they're going to be meeting in Salisbury Square near Cafe Nero in Hartford, And, uh, and it's going to be chalking and chanting um, beforehand. Um, and uh, then they say, bring your friends and your strike placards. So that sounds absolutely great. Um, and there's playing out information session. That's kids playing out in your road. That's on Monday at 10. Thirty um, at the Caledonian Community Centre, Caledon Road, London Colney. Um, do follow me on Twitter at rv environment. Do like our Facebook page um, and do drop me a line at amanda at Radio I'm going to be back at the same time next week. Until then, stay safe, enjoy the sunshine and I'll see you then.